Welcome, everybody, to one of these. I will look up the episode. I do think it's like episode 14 of season two, maybe 15 of season two of Halfway to Heroes. Uh, Marcus, what happened uh, last episode? How'd it go? I mean, it went pretty good. It went well. I feel like I feel like we have. I feel like we have three or four like episode thirteens. By the way, it feels like that. <laughs> we uh, really, we I might say like, we, yeah, we haven't moved off of that. You know what? You keep going. You do the recap. And I'll yeah, look up what episode up. we actually are. Um. Okay. So we found actually. Sorry, Ulrich found a boat inside of a shed outside of obscurity. That's what it was. I almost said oblivion. Outside of obscurity. Obscurity. And inside the void. Yeah, inside the void. And it was like a void boat, but there's no water. So we kind of inspected it a little bit. We did a little bit of looking around, and then we decided that, hey, this is probably a flying boat. I think I asked you that like the minute we found it. And we got in it. We fired it up, and that bad boy flew us right back out. And we used it to fly up and get out of the void the same way that we came in. First people in history to escape the void. I think. Pretty sure. So that was cool. Hey, Adam, how did that boat sound? Yeah. How'd that boat sound? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it's broke. <laughs> it I think Johnny also did the noise once. I and think I think so. I edited out my use of the noise and I used Johnny's. <laughs> Keep that noise because I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I don't either. Uh, so, yeah, we got out. We went back to town. We ran into Fred. And he wanted his boat back, which had since been lost. Because I don't remember what happened to it. We ran it into the void. That's right. <laughs> it yeah. went over the <laughs> void waterfall, waterfall, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But in return... We gave him the flying boat, but it was with conditions. So now we have like a personal escort service whenever we need it. If we call Fred, he sends his grandson with the flying boat. Grand. That we took from the- <laughs> I forgot about <laughs> Grand. Grand, Grand. Yeah. And he's going to come pick us up and fly us around wherever we need to go. So one problem of transportation solved in all this. Then we went back to the diner and we talked to... Herschel, no, not Herschel. The Myrtle? Myrtle? No. <laughs> Snurkle. Snurkle, that's what it is. Snurkle. <laughs> so What's the place called again? Snurkle's Uncle Grill Snurkles. or something like that? But yeah, he Uncle hates Snurkles. being called Uncle Snurkle. <laughs> what, uh, do we, what did we call him? That's the Snurkle You called him like, uh, like hey, Snurks, hey, Papa Snurks. And like you just kept <laughs> coming up with different nicknames and he hated them all so much. Oh, man. <laughs> well, we turned back into him. Or, you know, went back and talked to him. He swore his allegiance to us when the time comes when the humans are here that he would back us up since we effectively stopped the void leak. Um, we also got lifetime food that I, for some reason, I gave it to Fred, I think. I don't you remember why. You wanted Fred's name also on your My card? F- he wanted his name on the list for free food, right? So you said that Fred is an is an a- alias, an alias. And, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. So that, if he ever shows up, that's how Fred. Free you food. got the boat. That's how you. Yeah, because he's too him. scared to go fishing. That's what it was. So he's just gonna like starve up there on the docks because he won't get in the water, even yep. though he's like an old crusty fisherman fish <laughs> thing. But uh, fisherman fish. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I mean, I, I'm. Pretty sure that's it. We left. We leveled up. Each one of us got, yep. you know, whatever new abilities what and stuff. What level are you guys again? Just for my... I think we're five. Six? Of six? No, I'm five. Level 10. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting good tier. Dustin, okay. what level are you? Five. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're five. Um, Jesus. I, I forgot. We should have just stuck with six. I know yeah, I would have bought. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys would have to just five, change everything real quick. Level five. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, level five, and we decided we were going to go. You guys threw out uh, a bunch of options. Didn't we say we were going to go back to the castle? 
So upon editing it, I realized that you guys said, okay, let's go check out that school. Actually, how about we go to maybe the Beholder's butthole? Um, oh, or we could go back to the castle and then like... I thought we were going to go to the vampire castle. Well, like like that was going to be like your guys' ultimate goal, but then you were like, you know what? If we're feeling brave enough, we'll go to the Beholder butthole. And like, so we left on like four different options of where you guys were going to go. So I had no idea how to prep for this one. So I'm just going to let you guys again, um, just kind of, we'll just drop in with you guys starting the walk somewhere and you guys can nail down where you actually want to pick to head to. And we're right here. Yes. You we're saying that you guys like just set foot from mermaid cove heading somewhere again, second chance to just in character pick where you guys want to go before we start our journey, which of course we've got mechanics for travel mechanics in between zones you know, you guys will be rolling to find out how many miles per day you guys go and what kind of encounters you're going to get. But uh, didn't we send first. Street Shark dude back to town or back to our castle? Yes. Uh, McFry is back at the castle now. Do we want to go back to the castle and check on him? I mean, the only reason that I would want to say yes to that is because last time we were recording, Adam was like, I don't know. Maybe if you go back to the castle, then that one dude who's selling the rocks might have something to sell. Which makes me think that maybe he's got some like good inventory. And we're rich as shit now. So it would be maybe worthwhile. But then again, we could get there and it could just be a bunch of smiley faces painted on rocks still. And it would be a complete waste of time. I'd say we go to the butthole. That's what I was thinking. But... What if we get in there and it's like the fucking void and for 18 goddamn episodes we're in a goddamn butthole and we got to <laughs> find a stupid piece of shit boat and a piece of shit shed to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, but it's it's going in as... Beholders are fucking terrifying looking for one. Aren't they like telepathic talk to you and shit? So that might not... I feel like we went down into like... You know, on a video game where you can go to different areas, like Elden Ring, for example, and you could go to these areas when you're level one and they're all like red. I feel like I feel like we're we're heading that way and we should probably find somewhere (laughs) else to go because that doesn't seem very smart. Yeah. Let's try to at least avoid these guys. That was one thing you guys did talk about last episode. You did not want to go to the spider (laughs) forest again. Yeah. I don't want to go back through there. There's really no factions to recruit there. Uh, you think that they're like pretty much non-sentient spiders. So, what's to the south of the spiders there? This is the the, uh, the, school. the old Illithid school. Illithid school. The Illithids try to build oh, a school yeah. and it ended up failing, and uh, it's just like a school left over. I bet we pass through the school and maybe towards the mountains to the vampires. I forgot there are also three portals around the map but yeah do we know that about the portals yeah yeah we said last time that you guys will like know this whole map you guys have spent your lives mostly on severed key so you would pretty much understand this whole map yeah what if what if we hit this right then we go down yeah. to the butthole okay then we come up to the vampires check in on the werewolves and then take the portal if we survive the butthole Oh, we will. We need to be level 13 to go in there, man. Where? In the buttholes. The buttholes. I oh, got a 13 yeah. challenge rating. Oh, that's... I did Yeah, what? <laughs> we can't... Why does a butthole have a 13 challenge rating? <laughs> <laughs> no one really knows how big that cave system is. Um, that entrance... To that cave is you can. T- I don't think you guys have ever been there, but from the map, if it's to scale on the map, the entrance is like, or uh, the entrance to it is like a half a mile wide, like a circle that's like a quarter mile radius. Jeez, into the ground. So 
Man. So if we do vampires, we're not going to be able to do werewolves. Right? I mean, our job is to unite the factions, so potentially. Potentially you could. All right. Yeah, I was going to say you guys haven't found a faction yet that you can't align with somebody else. However, I Except did forget. The yeah, the Void apparently doesn't want any anything with to do with you well, guys. the hags. But, yeah. They weren't allowed to do the, the hags. The hags in your contract with the Modrans and uh, your very big stack of paperwork you filled out, <laughs> you did sign an agreement to not align with the hags because the Modrin uh, hate the hags for killing one of their Modrin buddies. Well, I mean, okay, so. even they don't like some of their own Modrin, so. <laughs> At least they I mean, don't like Bradley, yeah. <laughs> when it comes down to it, in an all-out war between, you know, you're going to lose your fucking home or you're going to fight to the death, I think they'll come around. I mean, is this going to be like you're not you're not going to Game of Thrones this right? Where like you know this big badass army shows up and like someone gets fucking like nipped in the heel and they die and it's over, right? This could be like all out craziness. Yeah, so there's going to be a whole like final battle uh, mechanics and like uh, battle points for every faction and a whole thing. But uh, all right. I just want to make sure it wasn't going to be like Night King, you know. But you would one all, and done. You all would also know that Modrin, for as weak as they are individually, but as vast as they are in numbers, they're also stupidly by the book, by <laughs> like by. I mean, you guys had to fill out so much goddamn paperwork just to like step inside <laughs> that place. I feel like they're gonna be our like, they're gonna be our frontline people that we just send them out first. You guys did happens. say that you told them that they were yeah. gonna be up front. Yeah, yeah. So let's see. What if we go shopping first? So I'm fine with that since we have a shit ton of money. Yeah, we should use it. But also, I do want to note: once we get done at the school and make it to the vampires, I really gotta swing by and see Barry Bones. And yeah. I want to see what he's got for sale that can alleviate some of my stuff. So I want to make sure we go there. The only thing about going back to the castle is it seems like we're double backing a bunch. So we started at the castle, went down, go back up the shop, come back down to the school. You know what I mean? We're well, a time crunch, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, I mean, for days. It's only yeah. day 14, you know, or day 15 or whatever it is. So you guys are, yeah, so honestly, I think I've been doing bad about making it a time <laughs> crunch because you guys are right now. This, yeah, we're killing this is it. the next, you guys can't say that you guys were going to long rest and uh, chill at Mermaid Cove and then set out in the morning. So even so, it is going to be day 18. You guys are leaving Mermaid Cove on day 18 out yeah, of 365. Plenty of time. Yeah. Plenty of time. We'll Plus, be able to hit all the factions we want and do some side quests. I've, I know, I've, I've really dropped the ball. Well, also, you guys rolled really well your last uh, survival check to bounce between zones. So maybe you guys won't roll as well this time. I don't know. Uh, I say we go to the castle and go shopping. Keep in yeah. mind. Yeah, let's just do that. He might not have anything, but... Well, we could hit the castle, and then we could hit, you know, Fish Forest here, whatever this Wait, is. Doesn't doesn't Amazon have some gear? That is the... Uh, yeah, Asmodon? Asmodon. Yeah, Asmodon. <laughs> I think you, I you, think you think. have to order it. Yeah, can, can you do. Uh, and we'll say that you guys can order from Bradley uh, directly, who is at the castle. Yeah, he's our direct connect. All right, let's. So do you that. guys have, let's, by the way, you guys have been castle. like collecting ambassadors, right? And McFry is heading to the castle. Bradley's at the castle, and then Bruno's at the castle. Who Bruno's not really an ambassador, but he, you guys met him on the road. He's setting up shop at the castle. He had them sweet rocks. All right, it sounds like we're going shopping first, and then we're going to figure out. Yeah, yeah, because I got $5,000 in my pocket, or 5,000 gold. I'm... I can't believe that. I really can't. 
burning a hole. Oh, never mind. I got I got twenty four hundred and eighty seven. Yes. Yeah, you guys got a total of ten thousand, so you That's guys right. split twenty five hundred each. Um What the hell did I spend thirteen gold on? <laughs> a skateboard for McFry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. And you guys Man, bought I was feeling 10, awful generous last time. And you guys there. bought a shit ton of uh sending stones. Yeah. Oh, and you're gonna right. be you're gonna be giving sending stones to the different uh how many how many did we get? Like twenty? I think we got like twenty sets of them. I think you guys got twenty sets of them. And I was pretty much gonna just say that we just you guys will have a set to give to whoever the fuck you That's thirty nine yeah. sending the- stones we're gonna hand out. So I'm assuming we're gonna keep one. Yeah, yeah we'll we keep mentioned one well we no. I mentioned that it's like in Supernatural where they got forty oh. cell phones, and you have to find out like, oh, it's the uh, it's the uh, giants calling me now. Oh, now it's the illithid. Yeah. Okay, we've got our we've got our trajectory locked in. Can everybody roll me a survival check, please? If you guys are <laughs> unfamiliar with the travel rules, which I think we've used once now, this will be the second time. We add up everybody's survival check. So six plus 12 plus seven. Oh, my goodness. I didn't think we'd ever get to the. You guys are letting me down. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. I almost beat you combined. Now, Ulrich, I do think, has a very high survival. I got plus five. But Uh, you guys might actually get into the bad territory of this check, which I did not see coming. 18. 18. Bam. All right. So we got a 43 total. Shit. I think that's going to just put you above the, the bad luck. Because uh, it's 1 to 33 is bad. 34 to 67 medium. And then 68 plus is good. Which, All right. We're um, in medium then. So that is, yeah, that's 30, 37. That's 43. So you guys, you guys were pretty close to making it into that bad that I never thought would actually happen but uh so that means that you guys can go 24 miles a day so we are gonna say that from mermaid cove to the castle it is going to be it's gonna be two full days uh you guys will get there like during the third day of the travel what okay so i also want to find out again real quick i'm gonna probably do this like every time we do a travel uh, since this is the only time it's re- very re- relevant, are we traveling at day or night? Did we just have dinner with uh, Uncle Snurt? You did just have dinner. Uh, I had it as if you guys were going to be like taking a long rest, and then, but that's just because before you guys were traveling during the day, but keeping Marcus under a tarp, but. Obviously, technically, it would be easier to travel at night and not have to have Marcus under a tarp the whole time. I think we lost my tarp anyways. Uh, so that's up to you guys. I say we travel at night. That way, if something does pop off, Marcus can help us. He's not taking a nap in the cart under the tarp. <laughs> I mean, it's fine with me either way. We could go daytime if you want. You know? I... Are we all going to be? I mean, we do just take a big rest. No, I think what I think whatever way you guys decide, you guys could adjust to the yeah. sleep cycle. Let's, like, if you guys want to do night- nighttime, okay. I would I would think our schedule's already adjusted to Marcus's. Yeah. Okay, so we'll say that you guys are traveling at night. I like that. I think vampires aren't fun during the day. <laughs> I know vampires are very boring <laughs> during the day. <laughs> Uh yeah so yeah you guys uh start heading up to Dustin. What's up? I've had four different names for this castle of yours. What's it called? Is it Stormy Spine? Is it the Stormy Spine? Is the name of the mountain? The mountain. And then your castle is called Stormworks. <laughs> that sounds like no. <laughs> no? Oh, that's right. I've had it. Voltaic Vol- Citadel. Vol- Voltaic Citadel. But but we decided that's too long and boring. Yeah, yeah wait, that's wait, what. Wait. And then I said you guys can name it because I don't want to name your guys' base. Skunkworks like, or really something. Funny. <laughs> Thunderworks. Thunderworks. That's, that's it. it okay, I had that in my notes too, but I'm like, fuck, I don't remember what name they actually wanted to lock down. So let's go with Thunderworks. Okay. 
It's Thunderworks with an X. It is Thunderworks with an X, yes. That's exactly how I have it in my notes, too. So you guys start heading up north. You wait till nighttime. Actually, it was nighttime after your dinner. So you guys just head off north right away. And the first night goes by. You guys are all pretty beat up, bruised a little bit still from your whole time in the void. But you guys are able to walk the the first night through, um, make it about 24 miles, and then uh, call it quits and make camp, uh, get Marcus under a tent uh, for the daytime, and you all are able to take a long rest. So everybody make sure you mark that down to finally get to uh, heal up quite a bit from that. I'm back to max health for some reason. It was probably when you guys leveled up. You guys probably already yeah. went ahead and just uh, full healed. But technically, this is like the first time you guys have gotten a rest since uh, the void. And then the next day, you guys, you know, pack up camp, head back further north. And around... <sighs> It's got to be pretty late. It's probably like four in the morning. You all are making it. It's a pretty peaceful trek. You guys just hear nothing but the sound of crickets going in the woods and in the plains. Until you hear. Is that a moose? I think it was a Yeti being thrown from a tree. I'm going to go with Yeti. Or Bruno stepped on one of his rocks. <laughs> <laughs> About 20 feet ahead of you all, accompanying this noise, you all saw falling from the sky a dwarven figure that splatted right in the middle of the path that you all like, were walking on. Like, yeah, like exploded blood, splatted, or like just hit the ground. Yeah, yeah, there's not a whole lot of... The only reason I'm saying that you guys could tell it was a dwarf is because how loud he was screaming. You guys could kind of, like, see him. But now, if you're looking at him on the ground, you probably wouldn't be able to tell it was ever a dwarf. Is this a tree ant we're fucking with? Where are we in retrospect to the map and the castle right now? So we said that you guys are going to get there on day three, and you all are about halfway through day two. Uh, I think you guys have just, you're just outside of the radius of the forever storm. So dwarfs, are there even dwarfs down here? <laughs> Not anymore. Not that you all are aware of, no. So he was a prisoner or something. So we, we shouldn't care about this dwarf. I mean, I I want to walk up. I want to walk up and like sift through and see if he's got any kind of like anything on him that would identify maybe who he is or it was his license. He's got one. The bugbear. The bugbear's name is Bruno. Maybe uh, maybe he was trying to steal from Bruno and Bruno chucked his ass. I, you guys are. I mean, still, we're a decent ways away you guys from are about a full day. Uh, like. Not like a full day straight, like you guys going to walk a little bit more tonight, sleep, and then a little bit more traveling tomorrow night. Uh, so you guys are still a little bit away from the castle. So unless Bruno has really yoked up <laughs> since the last time you all saw him. Wait, guys, think about it. Like, why are there humans in this? That's a dwarf. Castle of the Giants. Is it a human dwarf or is it like? A magical dwarf. Yeah, dwarves are pretty much human, short humans, nah, I, I guess. I feel like the humans would still banish him <laughs> to, to Severed Key. I'm saying this is like monster land. Why, are, why is there a dwarf here? I don't know. And in my castle. So you are still pretty far away from the castle, so you don't think he fell from the castle. I'll well, give you that what I'm saying. Hey, God, do you think that this... Storm is somehow a portal to the human world, and the humans are just going to be 
popping down from the sky. <laughs> I mean, if we just have to wait for them all to splat, then let's <laughs> have at it, you know. Uh, I wanna, I wanna investigate. Let me walk up, kick his boot, and just be like, "Hey, yeah, ye- yeah." Go ahead and roll me an investigation roll, and as you sift through this pretty disgusting scene, I'm gonna kick his boot and say, "You are, uh, you all right there? Hey, buddy, are you talking to yeah. the dwarf? <laughs> it's to the, the puddle dwarf, of mush. The dwarf is in a hundred pieces what about across his gear. Would his, his gear be intact still? <laughs> I rolled a 23% perception. Oh, wow. Well, that's perception. He did investigation. I rolled a 12. Damn. You made me think I I rolled a 23. I think the two together. Because you rolled at the same time (laughs) I did. I I think between those two, uh, Ulrich, you see um, with your 23 perception uh, an intact coin purse. It could pop up and you think there's probably like 20 gold inside of it. So... Not a, not like a you know a terrible sum. So it seems like this dwarf was at least somewhat well off. Uh, Marcus with a twelve investigation. Let's see what can we get with that. You can tell he fell downward. <laughs> I just turn around to the guys. Well, I've concluded he's dead. <laughs> He did fall. <laughs> no, it's not that. Yeah. That would be a natural one. That would be like from fucking Boondock Saints one. Did I kill it? Oh uh, my god, the fucking cat! <laughs> uh, you could tell, like, hey, you saw that it was falling. You saw that it was a dwarf. Uh, you now see that it is uh, without a shadow of a doubt, uh, dead a hundred times over. I think with the twelve, you would be able to piece together. That with the trajectory uh, that it was falling, it did not come from Stormworks, Thunderworks, whatever the fuck we called it 20 seconds ago. Uh, Thunderworks. It's definitely too far from that castle. So it came from up. All right. So what happens if I look up? What do I see up there? Let's do this. I'm going to give you three different options, conspiracy theories, uh, three different things that you all could consider it to be. Um, either some kind of illithid fucking, you know, tractor beam dropped it off, whatever. Maybe cloud giants. Cloud giants like having castles up in the sky. I think cloud giants are dead. Or no, the storm giants are. Never mind. That's just the storm giants that are dead. And then, the I mean, the next nearest faction would be either the undead or the vampires. If they had, like, some fucking badass, like, fucking catapult or something, maybe. But uh, that doesn't seem very likely. So, so the- out of those three options, that's what we got? Yep, that's all. That's all we're safe about him. But Ulrich got 20 gold out of it. So, I mean, you got to look at the silver linings, right? I think that it's more plausible that the Illithid just shed weight out of their ship as they were flying by on the way to the school. Or not school, but back to their island. I picture like an airplane that just like unloads its uh, bathroom contents. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I imagine too. Maybe the storm caused some turbulence and they accidentally dropped it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's true. <laughs> I mean, okay, so if somebody else come investigate this, do you see any, like, strange markings or anything? Or, like, you know, some, like, probe holes or anything, you know? <laughs> There's probe no holes left. There, there is not is... much of a body <laughs> a left puddle. to find probe holes. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's true. That's, uh, uh, <laughs> I keep forgetting these splattered everywhere. <laughs> All right, well, let's just <laughs> pretend... Let's, let's just pretend that this didn't happen, and let's just keep going to the castle. Let's just uh, carry on. <laughs> All right. I think that's uh, the best yeah. course of action. Yep. I'm going to grab Marcus's tarp and put over me so n- no bodies drop on me and get me all bloody. I was going to say, I don't, I don't think that'll protect you. <laughs> oh, it's just the blood you're worried about not getting like knocked out or killed by a falling. <laughs> would, it hurt, would it hurt me? I'm a robot. I don't 
I guess it hurt. Yeah, it might dent your, you know, it might dent your like <laughs> yeah. centrifuge or whatever. A two hundred pound dwarven body at full velocity, a terminal velocity, <laughs> slamming on your head would probably probably smush me to hurt. the ground. I don't want. The, I don't know what the math is of two hundred pounds coming at you at roughly eighty miles an hour. It's not looking good. <laughs> not good. Not good. good. Not good. <laughs> not good. Yeah. I can't math that not quick, good. but not good. But at least P- Pendle won't get any blood on him. Right. So, I mean, that's something. Yeah, you guys are able to just uh, continue on just a couple more hours until the sun starts to rise and Marcus needs to set up a tent and head to bed before um, getting absolutely melted. And so the next day, uh, it's it only takes, well, I keep calling it day, the next night. The next night, it only takes you guys about two and a half hours to make it to the castle. now well within the the forever storm you're in the radius of it so the storms kick in uh thunder lightning rain it is all whipping up around you but uh pendle is absolutely used to this and can kind of guide you guys the path uh the best path up towards the castle and just as you all are making that final climb up to the actual like castle itself here comes another dwarf. <laughs> another dwarf slams on the pit. No, no. Dude. <laughs> I'm just, just going to rain dwarf on you guys for the next three years. I just, I just uh, did the math. And a 200-pound dwarf falling at what would be 145 miles per hour roughly at terminal velocity would be 29,000 pounds of force. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you would survive that either. I could take it. I could take it. What's your tensile strength, <laughs> Pendle? 30,000. <000. laughs> uh, Just thought I'd throw that in there. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, that's not even past the threshold. You're good. <laughs> yeah, you're good, Pendle. You're, in, you're invincible. Um, but Pendle, while you're leading your gang, the Goose Gang, the Gooch Gang, up this path, uh, and you can see now the castle entrance... One thing that is new, out of character for the castle that you notice, is a pretty large sign right over the uh, main castle gate. And it says, Bruno's Boutique, first building on the left. It has a large arrow painted towards Bruno's Boutique. That's a a pretty large sign. What the heck? Is it covering up the name of the town? Yeah, it's got like uh, the sign is like hammered over the uh, Stormworks, Thunderworks uh, sign. Hang on, guys. I'm going to go fix that. I'm going to like pry it off and put it below it so people can see the name of the place. Stormworks? Or is it Thunderworks, man? It's Thunderworks. Dang, Thunderworks. <laughs> I'm putting you, that in my notes. You guys named it, I think. Well, you just said Stormworks. I know, I know. That was my bad. I was going to edit that out, Dustin. <laughs> Thunderworks, yes. How high up was this sign? It was pretty high. I think Pendle had to do a little bit of uh, bouldering to uh, get up to it. I think he had to kind of like climb up a little bit. See? I picture I picture Pendle has like go go gadget arms that can extend. I know Pendle has very high athletics, so I just am gonna. I have to use my fine familiar. Can, he, I, can he move it? He probably couldn't pry it off, huh? Sure, he can pop out a little screwdriver. Driver, what's his name again, Dustin? Bean or no? You got Frank and no, Beans. He's Frank and Beans, and sure, it's Icarus now. All right, Icarus, that's the name, and we will absolutely all forget that by the time we <laughs> make record. 
Ark, you wanted to go find uh, Bruno. Yeah, I'm with I'm with Ulrich. We'll so apparently, it is uh, the first first building on the left. Once you all head into Stormworks, Thunderworks. Jesus, I don't know why I keep calling it that. Once you all head into Thunderworks, you see Bruno's boutique immediately on the left, first building on the left. Um, you also see uh, right next to Bruno's boutiques is Bruno's bonkers. And then on the right side of the path, you see Bruno's basics. And there are all these. So yeah, I've been picturing this this whole keep uh, Thunderworks is this massive keep because it used to house storm giants, the biggest of all giants in this keep. So it's not just like a little castle. It is, you know, there are different built like standing buildings and shops and things like that in this place. Um, but apparently Bruno has been very busy and there is Bruno's boutiques, Bruno's bonkers and Bruno's basics. I'm going to start yelling for him. Bruno, Bruno. He'll come out of the door, Bruno's boutique. Yeah. Oh, hi. Hey, Prendel. How can I? Oh, hey, everybody. What's up? Uh... Hey, man. Why do you have that sign covering the other side? I just, I just thought, I just thought like this is like, you know, I, I'm just gonna just set up some shops and just what's gonna be, you know, just like, um, wanted to advertise my wares a bit and, um. We let, we let you stay here. Open up shop. Y'all haven't been here in like three weeks now. Did you really sell enough rocks to open up three stores? Oh, I've been real busy. I got a, I got a line of, um, I got some Teamsters. Got some teamsters. I got a supply line. Do you need some rocks? I got rocks. I'm more interested to see what your other wares are. Are not so my non, my non rocks. rocks. Magical items. I do have yes. a bunch of rocks. If you need rocks, I got rocks. I got some other stuff too. If you want, um, I'd, I'd probably have some more. But um, the uh, the robot. The robot. I need your strongest potion. The little robot thing keeps like making rules up and like is stopping my. Sh- what what robot thing? Me. What robot thing? His name's like Ben or Bradley. Well, where'd he come from? Be- Benjamin. I think it's Benjamin. Where where'd he come nah, from? It's Bradley from from Modron Town. Our our Modron ambassador. Oh. Yeah, I think he's a Mod- he's a Modron. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, shark just got here. Who? But he's he seems a shark. He seems cool. He's just swimming in a big to- toilet bowl. Yeah, McFly. Or McFry. Uh, McFry. Yeah, I think that's what he said. His name was. He just <laughs> said, "Hey, yo, it's Joss. I'm Jossum. I'm McFry." And he jumped in a toilet. And then that's the only time I've seen him. But. He seems okay. Y'all need a rock? No. No. Let's let's I, let's see what else you got. I think I'll pass on the rocks, buddy. <laughs> so uh he will open up the door <laughs> into Bruno's boutique. And Man, this guy's come a long way. Yeah, let me get you guys. He now. has. It is uh <laughs> It is kind of insane. Who bought the rock from him when we first met him? Dustin. Uh, Pendle. Yeah. <laughs> Did he just have googly eyes on Yeah, googly eyes. <laughs> him, Does he have any cords? You can use it to intimidate people. <laughs> I want to buy some quartz from him. Okay, so I'm going to drop, drop it in your guys's. Get some quartz from him and put it in my underwear. Is that like a good luck charm? Yeah. Okay, so I just posted the shop list to you guys. <gasps> a movable rod, that's for sure. And this is, I mean, so this is like the shop list we use for everything. We use this shop list for one-shot onslaught, 
We kind of used it on season one of Halfway Heroes a little bit, but you guys also kind of got like credits for items. Um, but there's also some homebrew items, and then <laughs> we've got cowboy items. I think we'll go ahead and just throw those in, but not the cowboy homestead because I don't think you guys are going to be at this castle very long. So just ignore the cowboy homestead tab of them. Oh, I know what I'm getting. He's got all this stuff in his new shop? Yeah, his st- he apparently in the last two and a half weeks has gathered enough stuff to open up three different shops. And so like if you guys like I'm I'm saying right now just for uh like theater of the mind, if you guys are picking something that is in the Bruno's Bonkers or Bruno's Boutique, or, uh, of course, the other one, which is Bruno's... Basics. Basics. No matter, like, he's, like, running between the shops (laughs) and, like, throwing on a different hat. He's like, okay, I can help you. Uh, So whatever you guys need, he's, like, he is working shop right now. Hey, Hey, Bruno, have you had any other customers today? Oh, I haven't had any other customers in, um... Since I set up shop here, I mean, uh, Bradley hasn't bought anything. McFry's not bought anything. McFry hasn't came out of the toilet yet. Wow, well, do uh, you have enough money? To I have t- three I shops told going. You, I told you I had the money. I just didn't have the means, uh, the logistics set up. I didn't have. I didn't have a shop front. I was just carrying. Oh, how are you going to carry around so many rocks, Pindle? You can't carry You're around. You're not stealing all my gold around town, are you? Why you got gold around town? I mean, this is my town. I don't. There's got to be gold somewhere, right? It was suspicious the way he asked that. You've got loose gold. Just where at? Where I'm, at? Telling, I'm not gonna tell you where my stuff is, man. Hey, you should buy the Dawson there. <laughs> oh no, nobody buy that yeah. damn Dawson, please. Buy the Dawson. Floppy Joe. Okay, first off the bat, I want Spurs of Intimidation. Also, by the way, you guys can, if anything is not on that list that you want, that's like a D&D 5e item, like official item, just let me know and we'll just come up with the price There's for a it. lot of stuff on here. I'm just going to get some yeah. on here. Spurs of Intimidation. When the wearer first walks into town, anybody who can hear these rattling must make a wisdom saving throw or be frightened. <laughs> What? What the, where the? What the fuck is that? Spurs of intimidation. Where's that at? Oh my uh, god! Under cowboys. That's <laughs> for 120 gold. Why is this so cheap? Hey, this is the list you gave us, bud. You gave us the menu. I'm ordering. <laughs> that that is 30 items deep that Johnny just like found. <laughs> Well, I was just like skimming through it, with my banditos, spurs. Oh, spurs into the days. Oh my! Walk God. through a town. What they don't- the fuck? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and take it. Make sure you mark the gold off. Okay. So Ulrich now has some pretty badass spurs on. I feel like now that you guys made that uh, that ma- um, uh, uh, married wish, the genie wish, and got twenty five hundred gold each, that like. This shopping is going to be fucking ridiculous. And I'm sure this is going to be wrapping up the episode, by the way. If, if anybody listening has been unaware of that, because I think we're probably recording wise, we're at an hour. Editing wise, we're probably at like 45, 50 minutes. But that means that by the time everybody buys their shit. All right, Bruno, I'm looking at this menu here and I got a few things in my crosshairs. Jesus, okay. Yeah, what, what are you looking at? I would like your animated shield. Okay. And belt of hill giant strength. Mm-hmm. Please and thank you. Mm-hmm. Does anyone want to read what both of us do real quick? The uh, belt of hill giant strength will give me 21 strength. So it's over my max. So you don't need to put it like, so 
pretty much anytime you level up to like level 4, 8, 12, whatever those levels are. You don't really need to put any more points into strength since. Yeah, be maxed out plus one. Yeah. Um, animated shield. While holding the shield, I can speak a word as a bonus action, and it animates the shield, and it will hover <laughs> around me, protecting me as if I'm holding it, but I don't have to hold it. So I could use a two-handed weapon and have yep. a shield. Yeah. And that shield is 1,000 gold, which would have been very fucking hard to get if you guys didn't make a wish. <sighs> okay. Yeah, so I'm down, I think, exactly 2,000. <laughs> oh, that cost you 2,000. Let me see, 1,000. So you got 500 left? Yes, exactly. Okay. And then Ulrich bought the OP Spurs for only like... I'm getting more stuff. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I want so, the Hat, which has... I was just about to get that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Sean! <laughs> They're getting the Romulus hat. A wide brim straw hat with a magic donkey inside. <laughs> what? <laughs> I like it so like the donkey remembers... <laughs> Where's that no even abuse. at? I don't see Under that. Under the cowboy tab at the bottom. Damn yeah, it. Yeah, Jerundu's got that uh, hat and shitty okay. cowboys. So is there a limit on shit we can buy? No, just your gold. Just your right. gold. So I want the ass hat. Actually, there's no price on the ass hat. 450 gold po- or gold pieces. That's 450. Yeah, it's, it's like, like everything category. under that. 450 is 450. Well, I'm going to put a magic radio tower at her base. <laughs> and a distillery. <laughs> Maybe I should. So I did say <laughs> that we weren't going to have those cowboy homestead options, but maybe it makes <laughs> sense. Like maybe it would be cool to, uh, that, that is going to make it so that all those fucking, uh, magicoms you just purchased last episode <laughs> would be for nothing. But maybe yeah, that's true. Maybe we will make it so that you guys could m- put those upgrades in the castle. I think that would be cool too. And in fact, I think I'm going to come up with some unique ones to this campaign to put in the castle because right now these are all like cowboy themed shit for shitty cowboys. But I think it'd be cool if you guys could spend gold and like upgrade the castle too over the next year, in game year. Yeah. What if we had like a a blood place? Distillery for blood. Oh, Marcus. Yo. A wide brim sombrero that always seems to hide your face in shadow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if it'll work for anything. But. <laughs> I mean, that that's up to DM there. He needs some kind <laughs> of special cloak. Okay. If you want to spend 250 gold on it, Marcus. Ah. It'll protect me from the sun? Yeah. You're going to look silly. You're going to look silly because it's going to be very big. Like I don't very, care. very big. So I'm actually going to spend, let's see, 250 plus 900. So I'm going to spend 1150 gold because I'm also buying A, a hand car of travel because a party of five can fit on it. It makes magic tracks and we could pump it to go faster <laughs> to speed what? up our time. Where are these items? What? Is it? It's in the cowboy tab, hand car of travel. You have to pump it to make it go, but it generates its own temporary rails. A party of five and their gear can fit on it for sure. You can steer it, but doesn't work well on craggy trains without paths. But otherwise, we can have some fast travel kind of stuff. There. Guys, I didn't know there's different tabs at the bottom. <laughs> and then my other 450 that I'm spending is the, it's called the Scroll of Cliff House. But you can create a camouflaged stone house that's... It's small, but it's fortified, and it has a fire pit and bed rolls, and it's like camouflage. So if we're somewhere trying to get somebody, and there were, you know, they're not really friendly. I'm gonna need to come back, but we'll have a nice little. We'll have a There's nice so little spot. Yeah, to, too much now. I was just looking at the first tab. Yeah, yeah we'll have so, a nice little so, spot to hang out and hide. So Barry, that scrolls bed. a one-time use, but yeah, it's pretty much like a cool little. Oh, it is a one-time use. Yeah, because it's a scroll. Oh, man. Well, I don't know if I want it for one-time use. But, I mean, I don't know. 
pretty good. I mean, it would be good Dude, if we're in like a really bad spot. Mask of Many Faces is good too. Um, I am gonna do the, I am gonna do the hat, the the big sombrero, and the hand car of travel for sure. So, what was that? Two fifty and four fifty, so seven hundred gold. Okay. I did not expect you guys to get so so much goddamn gold. So much fucking gold. <laughs> you ca- Somebody's got an alchemy drug. Yeah, but I want one too. Oh, is there an non-alchemy drug price on here? Nope. It's not on there at all. A jar of bees. <laughs> I, I will say an alchemy. Okay, so we'll just put a price on an alchemy drug now. Uh, gold. Uh, gold. No. I'm looking at the other prices under cowboys, and I'm looking at the prices under the official items. Damn, official items are a lot more expensive. I know. Uh, I don't know why I did that. We'll say 250 gold for an alchemy drug. Like. If I bought this amulet of health, because my constitution is only 13, it makes it go to a 19, so does my health go up? Ooh, that would raise your health, and that would also raise your saving throws. Okay. I'm going to spend another 800 gold on that. That that is health. That's actually a pretty f- big steal at 800 gold. Mm-hmm. I was just reading it, so. Yeah. Another 800 gold down. I want to get this. Uh, it's a tobacco tin that refills itself with three pinches a day of chewing tobacco. <laughs> Gives you plus one charisma chance. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I think I think Ulrich just became a fucking cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I can't. Uh, <laughs> when I sent this list, I was like, yeah, it's got the Cowboys tab, but like no one's going to buy any of the Cowboys shit. <laughs> I would buy I would buy one of those amulets, everybody, if you've got the extra eight hundred gold. Because I just went from thirty nine health to fifty four health. Almost raised it twenty points. And we almost died like ten times. You know what? It is a good I mean, it costs a lot, eight hundred gold, but it's also fucking worth it. Yeah, it was worth it. So I got a fucking uh a rail cart, magic (laughs) rail cart, a big ass sombrero and a nice amulet that boosted my health. Can you guys imagine if you didn't go shopping first and just went like straight to wherever the fuck you were gonna go? <laughs> I'm glad we didn't. Like, the, no, <laughs> Jesus. You guys had so much gold to just uh, throw around and now it's really really coming together. Is anyone else buying anything before heading out? I, I, I'm just buying the uh, immovable rod. Immovable rod. Does that I've got a price on that, right? Yeah, 400 gold. Okay. 400 yeah, yeah. Mineral Rod is... Yeah. It's one of those items that if you're in the right situation, it can absolutely like break the game. But it's got to be like a really niche situation for you to use it. But uh, it came in clutch in the finale of Season 1, so it'll probably come in clutch again Season 2. I... One, one more. Yeah? For me. I'm going to buy the Crawling Eye. I saw that too. For three fifty, it looks pretty cool. (laughs) It's a slimy human eyeball that can crawl around like a worm once bonded, and user can mentally control it. And and it says, just hope it doesn't get stepped on or take forty six psychic damage. But we can use it to spy. (laughs) Okay, so it's like a it's like a spyglass, but if it gets stepped on or hurt, then you take damage. Okay, but it's worth it. I remember that now. That way, a lot of these are homebrew on D&D Beyond. Some of them are user submitted, so like it's just uh, yeah, homebrew. So just for shits and giggles, I want a pair of chaps that make it impossible for dust or sand to get on the wear. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) it's fifty gold. Yeah, there's some shit that's so cheap. I'm just like, why would you not just... And a cigarillo, because smoking makes you cool, plus one of Dex and Charisma for 10 minutes following you's chance of damage. Calm damage. <laughs> Dustin, you got anything else you want to buy? Uh, I'm going to save my 500 gold, I guess. Sean? I'm going to save the rest. Okay. I if we're all done... Sh- I 
Yeah. I mean, you guys got a shit ton last episode, but... I have 637 gold left still, so I could buy Damn, more. Damn, that's still so much. Uh, I think we should end it there, and then we will be starting arc four, I think it is. Arc four, wherever the next arc is going to be, because I know there's still a couple ideas floating out there. I know we have mentioned uh, Beholder Butthole, the Vampires... Dude. Wherever we ended up going for the next Who, arc. Did you make these items for shitty cowboys? The cowboys ones? Yes. You like literally made and them. And I just didn't even think like it's I just so put random. them all together <laughs> so that I had all my shopping stuff in one Google Doc. And I didn't think you guys would buy a bunch of cowboy shit. We're all cowboys now. You could summon 18 spectral you can summon 18 spectral oxen, but only if it's 1848, winter's coming, and you need speed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, oh, well, shit. We'll pick back up next time in the castle again. So if you guys want to find Bradley or McFry and see what they're up to or just head right up to the next mission, whatever. But uh, yeah, that was a we'll just have this as the interlude. And uh, yeah, we'll see you on two weeks. Hello, everybody. It is your dungeon master, Adam DeWeese here. Thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode of Halfway to Heroes. I want to give a special thank you to all of our current patrons. So thank you so much. Chris B, Tiana H, Hot Ketchup, Lawful Stupid Podcast, Bradley M, Christian S, Danny T, Ken H, Zoltar, Caster, Dylan S, Farty McFry, Drew Rundu, Michael V, Mosey, Patrick C, Rachel A.K. Dragmate, Sonny F, and Tanya S., Thank you all so much for supporting the Majestic Goose Network. Every single dollar from Patreon goes right back into all the shows on the network. Uh, that's right, including this one, Halfway to Heroes. We would not be able to keep things going without that Patreon page. If you want to get your name on this list and some cool bonus content, head over to patreon.com slash Majestic Goose. You can donate as low as $1 a month, and it really will help us out. Not only that, there's a lot of cool bonus content, including voting on uh, one-shot onslaught adventures and voting on lore and poor topics. Also, we're about to have a podcast that is going to live exclusively on Patreon for quite some time uh, before it goes public. And that may feature some characters that you know from half Ready Heroes campaign one or two. So uh, go check it out. You can join our Discord, bit.ly slash halfway to Discord, all lowercase, I do believe. All these links are in the show notes, by the way, if you need uh, to just click on one. Head over to twitch.tv slash Majestic Goose Network to follow us there. We have a lot of new shows. Um, We've got one that we just streamed the first episode of called Meme of the Month. It was so fun. It is a monthly show where we take a meme adventure idea from Twitter, Reddit, wherever, and then we actually run that adventure. Uh, This one was a group of uh, wizards were pretty much terrorizing a town with the sending spell about their uh, vehicle transportation extended warranty uh, running up and they needed to send gold to this place. It was so much fun and you should check it out. We're also probably going to be putting that up on a podcast feed here soon. And uh, we also have one called Saturday Morning TTRPGs where we stream a different TTRPG system matching up with a different uh, 90s Saturday morning cartoon. Uh, So far, we have done Transformers kind of uh, using the diesel system. Uh, We've got a lot of really cool ideas for that, too. So check it out. Last but certainly not least, if you have not yet gotten a ticket to GooseCon 2022, uh, you really should. It is going to be September 30th to October 2nd. We're all going to be there. Uh, pretty much everyone from the network's going to be there. It is going to be an insane amount of fun. Three days, 
And downtown Cincinnati, Ohio, at the Duke Energy Convention Center, uh, we're going to have an open board game library. We're going to have TTRPGs, vendors. Uh, if you can't make it in person, but you want to support it, you can uh, you can sponsor a table where you it's like twenty five dollars, and then you uh, get your logo on a table for the whole weekend. Yeah, it's a lot going to be awesome. Come check it out. I've been Twitch streaming quite a lot with my wife over on twitch.tv slash these underscore Deweese. Uh, we're coming up on our one-year video game Twitch streaming anniversary this Friday as of uh, this episode dropping. So we would appreciate you to come hang out. And yeah, uh, thank you all so much for listening. We'll talk to you all in two weeks. Bye, everybody. A Majestic Goose Podcast. Honk. Honk.